your local enterprise office, making it happen for Irish startups and small businesses at localenterprise.ie start. Welcome to the Making It Happen podcast series brought to you by your local enterprise office. I'm Conal O'Moran. In this episode, I'm joined by Michal Savage of Lear Analytical. And I started by asking Michal about his claim that his company wants to make the world a safer place. Yeah. Um, so I, I suppose, look, to, to, to really bring it back to what we do, we look about eradicating harmful bacteria from food production aspects of it. I suppose as, as a, another aspect of what we do, through biosecurity, we have um, we can have a major reduction of antibiotic products within the agri-sectors as well. So I suppose we're helping combat antibiotic resistance through biosecurity measures. So I guess that's kind of, that's where we're coming at it from that aspect of it. When Michal Savage was a young boy, was he sitting in school thinking, I want to set up one, my own company, and secondly, I want to be reducing antibiotic harm? Um, in a way, yeah. Look, I, I suppose I was always mad about science from an early age. Um, so I, I, I would have been sort of big on, let's say, chemistry and done physics and chemistry in, in secondary school, then went on to third level in, in AIT and then went into the pharmaceutical sector for about five years, I kind of learned my trade early on. And then at, at 25, like you, you pretend like, or you don't pretend, you know everything at 25 and you, you set up your own business and a week later you realise, oh, maybe not. <laughs> you were only 25 when you set up Lear Analytical? Yeah, indeed, yeah. Now, people who are setting up their businesses afterwards say, I must have been mad. And you're kind of admitting that. Yeah, um, mad, maybe not so much, but naive, possibly. Um, but look, it's it's something you always really, yeah, I, I always wanted to do it. So it was just an aspect of what I was going to do within the sector. And, and that's why we would have looked at the food industry. And by looking at the food industry, the reason it was so appetizing to us at, at the start was the expansion of kind of global food production and uh, the pressures that they're under now to, to produce food, more food with less. When you were starting out, what was day one like? Had you an office? Had you a, uh, backing? Had you money? Had you, or just a big vision? Uh, yeah, I, I started with the big vision first and then uh, we, we added other bits as we went along. Where had you been? Where had you been working? Uh, I was working in a company called Iron Chemicals based in, in Athlone and we would have been making pharmaceutical intermediates at the time. So I would be working in a lab, like I was saying, for about five years or so. And again, huge experience from that. And that gave me the confidence to go on and then do go to the next level. And um, Bit of a jump, though, from working for somebody in a lab to running your own business? Yeah, I suppose, look, I, I came into the system as a graduate, as a young graduate, and I kind of, I look, the way I look at it is I, I worked my way up to the top of kind of, by, by the time I was leaving, I was supervising a number of people and, and it was fine, And but I had gone as far as I wanted to go within that network and I wanted to do something my own, of my own. I wanted to put a rudder, or I wanted to have my own stamp on how business was done. So, and was there business in the uh, in the family or anything? Because many entrepreneurs come from an entrepreneurial background. Bizarrely, no. Um, no, I, I think I'm kind of a bit of a black sheep on this one. But uh, no, look, I, I suppose you would have, you'd have uncles that, that have their own businesses and, and, and things like that. So they'd obviously, look, I, I, I had mentioned before there that like, I actually don't live a million miles away from the likes of Michael O'Leary and that um, back at home. And like, he's always been a huge kind of, I love the way how he brought the company from where he began to where it's gone to now. So like I think in Ireland, I think there's huge opportunities out there. Like we went through the school network, we got educated more or less 
for free within the college network system. So I think it's, do you know, at a stage you have to turn around and say, okay, well, look, if you have an interest in doing it, it's time to start giving back a bit as well. So it's important, isn't it, to have those role models because you no know, different to somebody who's playing sport when they see somebody on a pitch, they say, I want to be like him or like her. And you uh, name checked Michael O'Leary there. Other role models? Yeah, look, I, I suppose without going kind of into uh, like uh, in the name jacket side of things, but even if you look at other businesses there around the place, like the Kerry Group, APB, the, the meat companies, Kingspan even, like they're phenomenal. Like they all started very, very small scale and they just took it to the next level. I like why can't the rest of us be like that? Genuinely, like I, I actually do believe that. So day one, you didn't just start because you must have gone and had a chat with people. Did you go down and have a chat with your local enterprise uh, office, the Leo? Yeah, they were actually, I, I tell you exactly what happened. They were running a start your own business course in um, in Mullingar back in, I think it was 2014 or so. And I went in and it was uh, Westmead Long for joint, joint one. And I literally knocked and I just went up to them and after them and said, look, this is, I'm currently working at the moment, but this is my idea. Now, oh, you, you mustn't, I was very naive at the time. Like I was saying, look, this is, I, this is what I want to do. And they were saying, look, take a step back, just come in and have a chat first with us and see what you think then. So, and that's kind of what, that's what we done. And we went in and knocked on the door and, and like I was saying, we, we sat down with them for a couple of hours and said, look, this is what I can do. This is what. I, I have no notion about, let's say, even from, let's say, putting the business plan together. They kind of sat down with us and said, look, this is this is where to start. This is where to go next. And, and this is, you know, so it was, um, yeah, no, we, the local enterprise was probably the first first knock on the door. And, and the other thing as well is that in 2014 or kind of late 2013, even from a funding point of view, like the banks were not um, overly interested in, in young guys with 25 years of age with grand ambitions. But uh, thankfully, the local enterprise office was. And that obviously helped you with your first step, which was? Yeah, so our first step obviously was to locate, obviously, a facility to do all this. And, and so that that's what we done. So we, we <laughs> it's it's a funny story. We literally got into a car and, and drove around and say, OK, look, we're, we're going to put our, you know, our facility. We didn't need a huge facility, but we just needed a facility to get our R&D and our research and development going. And, that, and that's what we done. And then obviously then once we knew where we were going, then we had to fund it. So we would have got a, a business priming grant, I think, at the, at the initial stage, at the very, very first stage. But that was obviously we had to do upper business plan prior to doing that and our financials and and like uh, I start off at in the very early stages, financials are, do you know what I mean? They're, they're grand ambitions, but uh, it, it was just a process that we went through. And When you set up, you are the employee and that's easy mm. because you have to just mind yourself. What was hiring the first hire like? Um, yeah, look, I, I really, I actually, it, it's, I actually took somebody from uh, the previous job I was in because I knew they were very good. That's all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I actually just fought, I, I, I took them on first because I had known how good they were in the lab um, with us as well back in, in, in Athlone. But now you have a responsibility because you have to find the wages to pay that person. Yeah, um, I, I suppose at, um, it's something I was always kind of relatively comfortable with. And I, when we're always talking about the business, I always use we instead of I because it's it's a kind of it's a team effort from day one. And I, I don't overly like kind of saying, look at me, I'm fantastic. It's great. It doesn't happen without the team. So I'd always be a big advocate of that. But yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying regarding kind of 
I, this, these things don't even register with you when you're starting up. Like, you know, you literally have to have the money for the wages every single month. But that's never, in any of Michael O'Leary's books, that's never said. Like, do you know what I mean? It's it's always kind of the, look at how great everything is going. But uh, That's the madness of the entrepreneur, though, isn't it? It'll be fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> you wouldn't set up if it wasn't going to be fine. Yeah, and it's, um, but there's a lot of learning in it as well. And that's kind of, I would have always, I'm more of the kind of, how would you put it? everything's going to be okay in the end aspect of it as opposed to worrying about how it's going to be okay in the end um, we tend to always get it sorted anyway but yeah no uh, like there is a huge amount of pressure involved in them early days like there's you literally looking into the abyss going what am I actually doing here it'd be a lot better if I was still earning 50-60k a year and don't have to worry about any of this and then like and you do like you have to make huge sacrifices like for the first year or two like there's there's literally like you may forget about salary for the startups because everything just now you could choose to take salary, but or you could choose to help grow your business, and it's it's them choices you have to make. Like, how hard do you or have you worked? Um, <clears throat> at the start, very hard. Um, but in the last, uh, so, well, now that's a, that's not a number. <laughs> Would you work so, seven days a week? Uh, yeah, to start, definitely. Yeah, you, you literally hour days, have, eighteen hour days. Uh, not so much eighteen hour days. Like there is sometimes where you have to do. It. Like I'll give you an example. Like we're nearly five years into it now at this stage, and even this week, like we were starting at seven. And let's say go back, let's say on, on one of the days we're starting at seven and didn't get back till half nine. But that's just an aspect of the business. But then another day is like, you know, it's not always that crazy. I and there's this kind of um, aspect of everyone thinks you have great freedom as an entrepreneur. It's the biggest lie in history. Like, but it's uh, <laughs> but it's it's um, and in your own mindset, you think, oh, I have fantastic. But it's but you wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, I, I think once you go over to the other side, it's impossible to go back. Um, it's not it, it is the other side. Yeah, and it, and it literally is that that way of it. And look, I, I think as well, like there's a lot to be said for having your own for having your own business. I I know you look the pressures and everything else comes with it, but like it is fantastic at the end of the day. Were you mentored along the way? Oh, was I what? <laughs> yeah, big time. I I be look to be honest, which I'm a huge fan of mentoring. Like I would have always been knocking on the door along for that office and just say, look, I am. We are not good at this. We need help. And literally, and they would say, okay, look, here's the people you need to. And I have no problem turning around to a mentor and saying, look, I don't know. I I genuinely and, and like from, especially let's say from let's say growth plans, financials, things like that. From product development, I would say, yeah, we're. 110 percent we're amazing at that but for everything else we are not and it was we would rely heavily and even to this day like we like only there recently we'd still have mentors coming in like it's, it's such a necessity for small businesses like we just don't have the luxury of having of knowing everything genuinely and they have been great for your business because the business has grown you are now how many so we have uh, oh look it's, it's kind of always changing we're kind of taking on a few more people as well but we're we're 14 currently between full and part time which brings you under the Enterprise Ireland umbrella yeah so How, what was that change like yeah it was look as a small company at the time like we had maybe 9 or 10 people working and we joined the HPSU network as a side potential startup network just because we were knocking on the door of the export market and we obviously had got a little bit of product going so that kind of made us a little bit appetising for let's say Enterprise Ireland but it was literally been the transition from the Longford Enterprise Office to Enterprise Ireland was through the Longford Enterprise Office we had knocked on the door said look we're, we're exporting we're starting to export and the guys said look I think you're ready to go go to the next level Who opened the doors into overseas markets? 
uh, for well, I suppose how it works is so there's international markets weeks that's kind of be held by Enterprise Ireland. So you, you go up there and you say, look, we're we're looking at let's say Czech Republic for example, or we're looking at um, we're looking at Scandinavia, and they'd say, okay, we have people working in offices here. But this is actually a really funny story. We were um, at the time when we were extremely ambitious in our in our own um, before capability came along. Um, we had uh, we were knocking at the door of Russia, and we. Basically, we knew it was a huge opportunity there. We absolutely knew it. We went over, we validated, everything was brilliant, perfect. And then um, we realized as a, as a company of 10 people that uh, trying to manage your own domestic market and trying to manage our export market in such a big area where you have no notion of the cultural differences, you just think business should happen and then it doesn't happen. And that that's that was difficult for us. I'll put a finger in the air and I will suggest that Russia is probably either 100,000 or maybe a million times bigger than Longford. It's a very big place. Yeah, and look, that wouldn't worry us, to be honest with you. Like, I went to Moscow, Yekaterinburg, we went out to farms. Like, there's other, like, there's a lot of other Irish companies making a great success out there, like you have Dairymaster and Keenan and, and others like that. So, like, there's, there was no reason we couldn't do it other than we just didn't have the know-how or the funding to do it like you would have to be i would say quite comfortable to leave a number of employees over there and and have a have a good fund behind you to actually take the time and the patience to to break down into the market but we didn't have either of them things so you were with the local enterprise organization or local enterprise office and then you have now gone to uh, enterprise ireland what's the bigger next step uh, the, the big ambition yeah, I suppose the big ambition for us is like it's it's definitely global ambition is what we're after. Like it's um it's continuing to Europe. Like we're we're currently servicing Scandinavia. We have Czech Republic, Italy, Croatia. There we're already going into as well. So like it's we're looking about pulling back more into Western Europe as well. Like we've done a bit into the UK, but we've kind of pulled back a bit, um just because we're we're unsure of the market. That's all. But um the other thing as well, what we're looking at is like we have America there growing as well like it's it's like even bizarrely like we we service the dairy industry i probably didn't cover that very well but we service the dairy industry and like you see farms coming up in saudi arabia al Marai, dubai twenty thousand cow herds like and, and there that's kind of where we're looking at as well so the world yeah look no I, end to it no and, and i think the world's got very small as well and but you also have to service it out of longford and that's mm. puts another layer onto it yeah Hmm, that's an interesting question. I suppose it does and it doesn't as well. Like, we don't overly want to limit ourselves to just Longford as well. Like, to say, like, oh, just because we're from Longford, we can't do this, this or this. I think um, I think the systems come as you grow as well. Like, like we are uh, so far on from where we started. Like, we were, like, we could barely service the county when we started. But now we have capacity to do maybe 20, 30 tonne a day if we could do it but obviously we don't have the orders to, to, to do that but um but but that's what we can do and like i suppose it's all about culture as well within the company what i'm trying to get with our team at the moment is like there is no reason we can't go for the big business like there's no way like you know it's it's up to your mindset at the end of the day like we have the capability we have the products developed we tick all the boxes now go for it and that's kind of that's 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 our attitude final question in five years time where will you be um hmm Hard to know. I'd say hopefully in our headquarters in Longford um, with uh, a couple of uh, facilities around the world. That's the plan um, is to continue on that and obviously to have have be kind of big on the domestic side of things. Michal Savage, thank you very much. Cool, I appreciate it.
This podcast was produced by Team SBS Podcasts on behalf of the local enterprise offices. It was recorded at Collaborative Studios, Dublin. Making it happen with expert advice, mentoring, training and funding supports. The local enterprise offices are supported by Enterprise Ireland, local authorities and the Government of Ireland. 